Hey friends, do you ever find yourself scrolling for hours online and then you realize, what did I do with my time? Do you tend to spend hours on social media and realize that the messages you're receiving from it are infiltrating your mind in ways you wish it didn't? Well, join me today for the first in a series on implementing guardrails around your life here at the Life Beyond the Picket Fence podcast. let's get started. Guardrails are things that I want to encourage you and challenge you to put into place for all of those areas of life where you need limits. And this is not just something that I'm going to encourage you to do for yourself, friends, but actually this is really a principle that I teach and want to teach you and encourage you as parents to engage for your children because of all the dangers that are out there around them. So how many of you have ever driven up a mountain, down a mountain, and been on that very edge where you hate to look out the window at what's down below? I have. And it's in those cases that I'm so thankful that there are guardrails along the side of the road. And this idea of guardrails really has to do with everything in our life where we need that buffer We need something that says, hey, wait a minute, hold on. It's not completely safe. If you veer to the right or to the left, what you're going to head into isn't safe. In the Bible, God's word, he has principles all throughout scripture, Old Testament and New Testament. And one of the reasons that I'm wanting you to really embrace not only what we're going to be talking about, but to understand that all biblical principles apply to our life. And there's a biblical principle from 1 Corinthians 10.23 that I held on to for many years. And it's the principle that says everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. That for me was a guardrail in a significant time of my life. And it has been a principle that has been a good guardrail for so many other areas. When I was in high school, college, and after college, I was both anorexic and bulimic, and I was bulimic the majority of that time. And being bulimic meant that I had a food addiction, that I had absolutely no guardrails around my emotions, around stuffing my emotions, around um, eating, as I was in a binge and purge cycle, sometimes binging and purging multiple times a day. It's how I dealt with life. And God really dealt with me with that eating disorder through this principle of everything is permissible and not everything is beneficial and understanding that my body is the temple of the Lord. And as God started showing me the principle of everything being really at my beck and call, that there really are no guardrails around anything that we, around anything we want to do as adults. We really can do whatever we want, but there are consequences. Just like we can drive 120 miles an hour down the road, even though the speed limit says 55, 
it's not healthy for us. It's not safe. And for myself, God was just beginning a work in my life to teach me self-control and to teach me limits in areas, not only around food, but also in other areas of my life that can be um, behavior or actions that might be compulsive, impulsive, or really just think things we think are our right. Today, I want to talk about this whole idea of things that you're struggling with that might feel out of control. For me, I just shared an instance about food. It might be other things. It might be spending. It might be things that you want. Perhaps you just feel like you want things, that there's an insatiable appetite that never ends because you just, you want so many things. Perhaps it's around um, your emotions. Are you out of control with your emotions? Are you out of control with your thoughts? Do you have thoughts that just race through your mind? Are you out of control with worry? The list could really go on. And what I want to encourage you today is to know that while these things may feel out of control, God has actually given us the capacity within ourselves with the help of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you when you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ to be able to bring these things under the control of the Holy Spirit and also under the control of your flesh and your mind. You see, as humans, we tend to function in different realms. There's the spiritual part of us. There is the uh, physical part of us. There's the emotional part of us, the mind part of us, our, our mental capacity. And so we have emotions, we have thoughts, we have choices. And so many of those things are our internal systems. And it guides what we do then externally with our body. It guides what we, what we say, what we do, where we go, our actions. You have control over your emotions, over your mind, over your belief system, even when it feels like those things are out of control. Because really what I want to talk to you today is about thinking about this idea of putting guardrails up around your mind, around your emotions, around your belief system and around your heart, around your spirit. Because there are things out there that the enemy of God is trying to seek and destroy in all areas of your life. In those areas, he's trying to steal and destroy your emotions. He's trying to steal and destroy healthy thought patterns, healthy belief systems. He's trying to, to steal and destroy your heart, what is good inside of you, and also your own spiritual relationship. He is trying to come to you as a counterfeit. And so I want to encourage you with this idea that I hope to build on this year is this idea of guarding your heart, of being a guardian of your internal systems. We guard things externally so much. We put our kids in car seats. We put security systems in our houses and we put passwords on our phones. But are you guarding what is most precious inside of you? Are you guarding your body, your soul, and your spirit? Well, today I want to talk about one area of guarding your heart, and that is online activity. Let's talk about online activity for a little bit. How do you guard your heart 
with this area that is so much a part of our lives. We do so much through social media. In fact, social media itself can become out of control. And how do you know when it's in control or out of control? Do you find yourself using social media, scrolling through social media, going to app after app, trying to numb your emotions? You see, when I was bulimic, food numbed my emotions. And I see social media kind of doing a similar thing. It makes our mind tune out, but it also puts things then in our mind, in our heart that perpetuate some of these out of control feelings or thoughts. It can, again, it can numb our emotions rather than allowing us to face our emotions, feel what we need to feel and deal with it in a healthy way. When we're online, we can become out of control then with our responses for things. I heard a pastor recently say, or as Christians, what is your online behavior? Are you passive aggressive with your words? Honestly, can we talk? As Christians, we're not behaving very well on social media. Um, I recently have had a social media fast, and it's not a fast that I've like been completely away from social media for a long period of time. It's just truly been that I am very protective. I've put guardrails up around me when I get on and how much time I'm going to spend there and, and then coming off. As someone who has a platform of social media for my profession and ministry, I engage in those areas about outside of that. I've spent less and less time on social media and friends. I can tell you how healthy it has made my mind and my heart because what we don't realize happens through social media is that just being on there bombards our feelings and our thoughts and our belief system and our heart and our spirit with things that we're not guarding very well. So we hear someone say something and we give a response through passive aggressive words. We're not guarding our heart. We're thinking we're defending the Lord or we're defending our beliefs. When are you really? You're in your own home. And why do you have to defend your beliefs to someone who is invading your, your mental space? And you're sitting there at home at your kitchen table or with your kids around you. Like, what is up with that? So think about guarding your heart and guarding the Lord's character by the words that you even put on social media. God will judge himself. He doesn't need us to defend him. So think about putting guardrails up around your words. Another thing social media does for us that kind of invades our space is it gives us a lot of unrealistic expectations. We tend to scroll through social media and we see things that other people are doing or other people, things that they're saying. And we tend to then take those expectations or those priorities and we put them in our life. When really, if we hadn't seen that, didn't know what they were doing, um, didn't read whatever it was going on that they posted, we wouldn't have ever thought about those expectations. And it really becomes damaging. We tend to put expectations then on our husbands, on our, on our wives, on our children, on our life, on our ministry, on our church, on our, just our, our own sphere of influence. And we tend to change our expectations based on what other people are doing. That's not of God. Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Is it really beneficial for us to know what everyone's eating for dinner? Is it really beneficial for us to know what everyone is doing every time they're with their children? I really have been convicted about posting 
um, pictures every single time you do something that is noteworthy is just got to stop, friends. I'm sorry. It's crazy. It is crazy that families just can't have time together enjoying life without taking a photo and then sharing it with a thousand people. When you really think about it, it's becoming something that truly is out of control and is, is damaging the expectations and priorities of families and of kids. Which then takes us to another area that we have um, really allowed social media to invade our spaces, which is then discontentment. Discontentment. As we're spending hours and hours on social media, numbing our minds, avoiding things that we really need to attend to, but we are not following through on, just scrolling and scrolling. And so it's making us have unrealistic expectations or expectations that really aren't ours, but then it also feeds discontentment. Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. What is beneficial about scrolling and scrolling and looking and looking, and then we become discontent in the world, the people, the job, uh, the finances, the, the place in life that God has placed us and has given us and his goodness. Friends, I want to encourage you that you have the ability to discern for yourself what is beneficial for you and what is beneficial for your family. And if spending time on social media is something that is causing you to bring something that is not beneficial to your family's home, to your spiritual relationship with Jesus Christ, then I want to encourage you to start developing guardrails. Guardrails not just around um, the amount of time you're spending on social media, but why are you there and what are you contributing how are you letting it affect your mind and your heart? Because friends, this is the whole reason why the idea of guardrails is so important is that our generation is lacking discernment. We're lacking, we're really lacking wisdom. And so the idea of everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial really is about discernment. And as I talk about these principles later um, in our podcast season, helping you to have discernment for your children is that it's got to start with you. It's got to start with you. Your children need adults who have discernment, who live out what is healthy and safe, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally too. I'm actually recording this podcast while I am teaching these principles to high school freshman at one of our local high schools. I was there earlier today and I'll be there later today. I teach a curriculum on healthy relationships and healthy boundaries in our local schools for our domestic violence agency in our area. And the kids straight out tell me that they feel fragile. And yet the majority of the kids know that the adults in their life are making choices that directly affect them in ways that are not beneficial. So friends, as I wrap up this podcast, I want to encourage you, what are you doing that is not beneficial? It's permissible. You can, because you're an adult. You're right. You can do those things, but is it beneficial? 
Is it beneficial to you, to your mind, to what you believe, what you think, what you feel? Is it beneficial to the expectations and contentment that social media is feeding your life and how you transmit those to your family? What about your own emotions? I didn't talk about a lot about emotions today. That's a big topic of boundaries. It's a big topic of guardrails of everything is permissible, but is not beneficial. It's not beneficial for you to be out of control with your emotions. And we'll talk about that another time. Um, but I just want to challenge you um, to start thinking about discernment in your own life and how you can start putting up guardrails, not just for your own benefit, but for the benefit of your children, because they see, they see what you do and they see what you think. And there's nothing we do as parents really that doesn't eventually filter down to our kids. I am a firm believer in that. I've seen it in my, in our own family. I see it in families that I counsel and that I work with all the time. So I want to encourage you to guard your heart and specifically with social media. Know why you're doing what you're doing on social media. Why are you there? Is your time there beneficial to you and your family? If not, how can you make it beneficial? And when it's not being beneficial, maybe it's time to get off, even for the day. All right. Thank you so much for listening here at the Life Beyond the Picket Fence podcast. If you have a business and or ministry and you would like to be featured here on the Life Beyond the Picket Fence podcast, we are starting to take sponsors for the podcast. So you can email me at brenda at brendayoder.com if you would like to learn how to let your business or your service or highlight your ministry, your book, if you're an author, how you could feature that here on the Life Beyond the Picket Fence podcast. Email me at brenda at brendayoder.com. Follow me on Instagram at Brenda Yoder Speaks or on Facebook at Brenda Yoder Speaker. And I am scheduling speaking engagements for 2020 and 2021. I would love to speak at your church, at the conference that you are a part of, that you help organize at your school or at your community event. So you can also find out more about that at Brenda at brendayoder.com. Also, 